0: We have tons of news to get to on the show today, but first, Carl wants his job back. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Locked On Coyotes' number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. I'm your host, Robin Leonio, alongside Matthew Jacobson, Carl Pavlik, the Five for Howling, joining us in today's episode. Brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. Got a great show on today's episode because we're talking about... uh, a couple of different things that came up in the last 24 hours, 24 to 48 hours videos for on the coyotes, Matthew and Jacob. As the uh well, first of all, Ballet Sports is probably not gonna be got broadcasting coyotes games, and we're gonna, gonna get some awesome rivalry hockey here in Arizona within the next month.
0: Yeah. Uh you wanna start off with with the people that can't pay their bills? I, I think that's a good place <laughs> to start. Wait.
1: Oh God! We've been talking about people can't who can't pay their bills for a while now. All right, yeah, let's go uh, uh,
0: Oh yeah, that's our entire show. I forgot. I'm sorry. It, it's the Coyotes cannot pay their bills, so it makes sense. There are business people that also cannot pay their bills, anyway. Yeah, let's <laughs> go ahead and go to that. So, diamonds. Although, Sports.
2: let's be fair, most of the NHL is with Valley Sports.
1: Shh.
0: <laughs> uh, so... Only affects the Coyotes. Yeah. That's no. The no. Coyotes, Carl. That's that's that's
1: all we care about. The Coyotes. <laughs> that's all anyone cares about.
0: Nobody wants oh, to talk about yeah. this this minor league team, even though everyone's always talking about this minor league team. The
2: the news is very recent, but I just love how people are talking about something that I remember talking about a Twitter months ago. Where it's like, "Hey, this sports network is collapsing." That's probably not going to be for the NHL. And now we're like, oh, is this a bad thing for the
0: NHL? It's like, yeah. yeah, Bankruptcy for our network is bad. It, it's all—it's kind of like the whole bio thing where it's like it's almost like when one of your major partners is going kaput, you don't get paid. So now you have to scramble <laughs> to find out where that revenue is going to come from. So there actually could be some legitimate uh, re- real repercussions for the next couple of years. It'll iron itself out, but it's not a great thing.
1: Oh, absolutely. And that bring, I'm that just glad
0: to... Batman
1: now cat. <laughs> yeah. it, it does bring me to the thought process, though, of what do what we gonna expect from the NHL in terms of all this? Because you took a look at what the MOB did when they took over um, practically all the uh, previously Bally Sports broadcasted games. Um, You took all over what Matt Ishbia did for the Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury and locally broadcasting their games to actual local cable. We know the Arizona Coyotes are are like essentially uh, 100% likely not going to be broadcasting any games this season on Valley Sports Arizona. Where, what, what, what's the next step? What is the next step?
0: Bankruptcy. Fold the franchise, ship them off to Quebec City. Am I doing this right? I mean, you hit every, you hit every step. I think maybe <laughs> close to it. Right. Uh, I think we should let Carl play this one off. We'll, we'll, we'll prioritize the guests, and then I, I will shamelessly take his opinions and repackage them.
2: All right. So I see there being two possibilities. Um, the mm-hmm. first one is DHL is smart. They saw this coming. Because people like me stop coming, um, and I'm not smart. And, <laughs> and they've already planned some distribution method, like internet-based. You can get on Roku, and they're just waiting to announce it. Um, mm-hmm. But again, it's just smart. Channel uh, 3 maybe, I guess, is probably, I would say,
0: the most is cock seven still a thing? I used to watch like Rattlers and Sting games <laughs> on it back in the day.
1: It's like like year view or something like that, I think, if they call it now.
0: Partner with that, but knowing knowing the coyotes, all right, the whole ruigi thing, this is where that this is where this opinion is coming from. Knowing them, they'll make it as convoluted and expensive, needlessly expensive as possible. It's not going to be something like simple and logical like the Suns did, it's going to be something stupid. Uh, Hulu. screw it it's i
1: mean right now you have a lot of -of out-of-market games already available on espn plus mine i mean you can just package that in and be like all right if you're in market you can watch the coyotes too
0: that would be too simple and logical and and actually get rid of blackouts which would be pro consumer when does the nhl ever lead (laughs) in stuff like that the mlb did it because they had to like (laughs) local blackouts are still a stupid thing No, it's going to be
2: ESPN Plus sure. through Hulu exclusively. So you have to have the package. Don't uh,
1: forget your Disney and Plus that's bundle. that's how they make it. No, it's Oh, I got it. I got it. You have to buy the Arizona Coyotes package of the of the Disney bundle including ESPN Plus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like for the low low price of like 4 No, like like 60 bucks a month because you got you got you know, all those Disney classics plus uh, we'll give you replays of like highlight packages for old games. You don't get full replays; you just get like highlight packages.
1: <laughs> There's
0: you so can much.
2: Start the play. game as soon
0: as it's over. Uh... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> broadcast the first period when the game's already done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's interesting, though, that we're speculating way. at this point in the season, even though we're we're only like what. Um, a little over a week away from the NHL regular season actually starting,
0: if that, I think it's literally a week like seven days or six days. It's it, the the NHL loves to do things last minute. That's common knowledge. This is not an original criticism or critique, it's common knowledge. Um, yes, they have logically no one's Gary Bettman is not calling me, they have logically been working on a solution for months no idea when that solution will be ready to announce like Carl was was uh setting up there a little bit this is going to be funny because it's probably going to be handled terribly until it's not and we all forget how terribly it was handled yeah <laughs> That'd be bad i mean, honestly i will say I...
1: this
2: uh there is like we're dealing with a bankruptcy so there are potential the NHL needs to make the second move like that's that is a possibility that there's legal stuff going on uh I don't want to give the NHL too much credit though
0: <laughs> I appreciate that I, I love this league love this game I don't I don't give them too much credit <laughs> I mean isn't that how all of us feel right yes <laughs> I, I love this league i wish i wish the nhl was a different league i wish it was the same product just run by different people
1: yeah it's gonna be that way but w- w- i guess we'll find out are um, they gonna bring
0: versus back are we, are we gonna do a versus thing where instead <laughs> of going with the espn deal for the viewership you go with the higher money but lower viewership over a 10-year period or whatever it was oh my god i doing <laughs> i missed versus I love the logo. It had a very clean <laughs> broadcast look, but I think not a lot of people had it. I, I mean, I, vers- I had it so.
1: Versus turned into NBC Sports, if I'm not
0: mistaken. So, I think you're right. I yeah. don't, I, I didn't follow it that hard. I, I just remember the logo. It was a little hockey puck, and it was cool. <laughs> it, it, it was definitely that way. But we still got more to get to on this episode
1: of Locked on Coyotes. We're going to be talking about... Um, well, let's say we got some rivalry hockey coming up, and it's not rivalry hockey, including the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, it kind of is a little bit. Not even the Sun Devils quite yet. It's always Sun Devils. It's not even the Sun Devils quite yet. I mean, I I know I got my Wildcats, Florida. you know, my U of A shirt right here, but we're gonna that's that comes later. That comes later. We're gonna talk. We're we're, we're gonna get to that in just a minute. But first, a quick
0: word from our sponsors on the show. today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's never been a better time to get into the action. The app is easy to use with a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So, visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. All right. So, uh, I want to thank everyone for making,
1: uh, once again, for making the show your first listen every day. We're free and available everywhere you get your podcasts. I highly encourage once you're done listening to this show, be sure to make your second listen for today. Locked on Diamondbacks, the Arizona Diamondbacks just made their way to the uh, to the next round of the MLB playoffs. They're going to go off against the Los Angeles Dodgers. Boo! So go ahead and uh, tune into the Locked On Diamondbacks. Uh, they hear everything, Diamondbacks.
0: But back to the Locked On Coyotes show. Can can I jump in here for a second? It is weird that you dislike the Dodgers like the rest of us, when essentially from an ASU fan's perspective, you're a Dodgers fan. (laughs) I... I... i said it i'll say it again I think you broke me because <laughs> think about it think about it you're with you're with us and hating the dodgers probably also the kings uh lakers i would assume rams they can go to hell as well all right but then you also cheer for tucson and and minus the Roadrunners runners because we give them an exception because they're they're a hockey team and they're playing <laughs> with the coyotes you're wearing that disgusting A on your chest, so it's like the A on my hat is beautiful. The A on your chest, not so much. So like you're basically a Dodgers fan. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> this is the reason I was brought on. I'm, I'm pretty good at the trash talking, and, and then everyone just looks around awkwardly, laughs, and wishes I would stop.
1: Yeah, where you get it, where we're, we're literally he very well knows I could fire him at this, at, you know, with the tap of the finger, but, you know, I yeah. won't because...
0: I'm just playing with fire because I like to create chaos. <laughs> so you won't fire him because that'll prove his point. Exactly. So I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I can just keep, I literally have a pitchfork just to poke the bear. That is my entire job. <laughs>
1: No, but uh, you know, yeah, we're we're sure gonna get get to some more uh, ASU versus uh, U of A banter um, as we get, wrong. but maybe we'll preview the game tomorrow. But we really should. maybe uh, really even really a little should. bit in the segment. I know a lot of you probably might be waiting for Matthew and I to place a friendly wager. We'll get to that a little bit later. But let's let's go ahead and actually get to um, the next bit of the show. USA versus Canada, women's hockey. Everyone knows the U.S.-Canada women's hockey rivalry is one of the most heated in all of hockey. Not just in women's hockey, not just in international hockey, but in all of hockey. The U.S.-Canada, like, everyone wants to watch the U.S.-Canada rivalry game anywhere it is. It's coming right here to Arizona, the first game of a series.
0: Yeah. Can I just comment as someone who covers the ASU women's team for my YouTube channel, that it's cool that for, for whatever reason, Mullet arena has kind of just become like a lightning rod for women's hockey in the state because yeah. you had a couple technically the first ever ASU game played at Mullet arena was uh, between the ASU and GCU women. Uh, it was like a couple of days before the opening series for, for the men. Uh, you had the, the, it wasn't Kelly cup. I, I, I'm terrible with names. It was the championship for the Isabel PHF cup. Isabel cup. Thank you very much. The Isabel cup last year. Now you're getting a rivalry game between USA and uh, I almost said ASU. Wow. I, I, I am tired. USA and Canada. Eh? Uh, it's just, it, it's pretty cool how that just kind of happened and the growth of the game in any context is a good thing. I can't help but feel all of this has to mean good things for the the women's program, hopefully at some point going NCAA like the men's program did.
1: Oh, absolutely! And I think that's you know that's the important part. Um, I said this um, when it was announced. And I think um, I'm not sure if you were listening, if you were part of the show, Matthew, at this time. But I know Carl was um, was here when I said this, pretty much that a game like that when it comes in um, to. To a, to a game like this to coming to Arizona, like the Isabel Cup t- did when it came here, mm-hmm. what it did not just for women's hockey, but for just for all of hockey in general. Here locally, it is huge. It, we we love to grow the game here locally and just show how important hockey is in the community here, and you know how strong the hockey community is. People don't see that. I, I think games like this is something that really. Kind of ignites that that puts a uh, microscope on the actual community here.
0: Yeah, and, and hopefully this one, because obviously the the PHF it was a, it was Ottawa and Minnesota, so it, no, it was Toronto and
1: Toronto and Minnesota. Toronto and Minnesota.
0: No, oh, it was Toronto. Oh, it has the same colors yeah. as as Ottawa. My apologies, but it's a Canadian team in Minnesota. I wouldn't expect that to to exactly sell out, but USA Canada should be a sellout, and I want to see more passion of that building because. Hey, let's keep getting more like neutral site games here. Let's keep getting more high profile games at Mullet Arena, and then when this new building goes up at the Shane Doan Arena, I don't know who, who the sponsor is going to be, so we'll call it Shane Doan Arena for now. We need to, we, like this is really cool, and hopefully, it's leading to more really cool stuff we're going to get that we simply would not have gotten still playing at GRA. Carl, what do you think? Um, So,
2: like both of you, I'm very excited about it. Uh, I remember in the early 2000s, when I first started covering hockey, like, the USA-Canada Women's Olympic Games were, like, the best-kept secret in hockey. Um, And now they've kind of progressed beyond that. But I agree with Matthew, especially about having Mulder Arena be a neutral site. I remember when we first saw a game uh, there, Robin, like my first thought was, Hey, why not have a frozen four year? This would be great. Or a world juniors. Mm-hmm. Like this is like a really good site for it. And I think that just kind of like any kind of like series like this, that's kind of like going the country, like just Mold arena needs to be in the conversation every single time.
0: Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, especially if you can if you can every single one of these events needs to do this coyotes you need to get a lot better at this also try to embrace the student section and the student atmosphere there because it is the it's the most unique and i've said it before i'll say it again and i want to thank carl for setting this one up here i get to say this again it's mullet arena for hockey and the snake pit for the rattlers that are the two objectively best environments in arizona sports and like the fact that asu hockey Th- those kids turn up and like that, that entire st- student section gets ridiculous. It is freaking awesome to see live. Oh,
1: yeah, and I don't doubt it. And I think that's that, that is the like important part is when you embrace a certain aspect. A lot of people, again, and I will say, when I mean a lot of people, I'm talking about hockey outsiders, the ones who are outside of Arizona who just love to. You know, put down Mold Arena just because it is currently the temporary home of the Coyotes and it's small. Mm-hmm. Um, people have like to put it down because they're like, "Oh, it's it sucks." It does not suck. It is absolutely a phenomenal place. Mm-hmm. If like if you say it sucks, you've never been there. Um, look, I love the place. I em- I embrace the hell out of it, even as a wildcat. Like, yes, this is about, It might be an, a- an ASU facility, but holy crap, that place is rocking no matter what.
0: Yeah, and look, if you, it's completely valid to say, "Oh, it's it's not an NHL building because it's not. It was designed not, from yeah. the ground up to be a college building. You, you are embrace what it correct. is for right now, and
1: and even then, you still embrace it even after the Coyotes leave and, and, and into the permanent arena because, like, like what Carl said, you can put a, um, you can have a couple games of like a you know a World Juniors there and probably you know, share it, potentially share it with you know the big the bigger arena if you want to on a kind that championship game, mm-hmm. you can have. A lot of other events come down there because um, that ice quality, I, I, it's, I, I will tout it once again. If you have never skated on the ice, either at, either at the Mountain America Iceplex, right, attached to it, or in the Mold Arena Ice, if you're lucky, it is phenomenal. There is nothing like it. Even NHL players say it is the best ice they've ever skated on in the NHL.
0: Yeah, very high praise, very well earned.
2: I'm just going to say, like, one of the big conditions about the Coyotes playing there was that they do upgrades to facilities, and that's upgrades you're going to see in your average college arena. So, sure, it's not NHL ice. It's not, like, you know, an NHL-quality building, but it is probably, I would say, the best college arena that you can get, just because I don't... Necessarily see a lot of colleges putting in the level of materials to be an NHL caliber thing to actually have NHL games played there for regular season.
0: Yeah, the only other college buildings that I I, I gotta be very careful when I talk when I, when I talk to people at Monterita like the the only other college buildings that ever can really come up in conversations are like I think it's UND or or like Minnesota State, but they, they as someone who has seen literally seen and it had explained to you what the upgrades are. They're there and they're pretty solid. So it was a pretty good deal for ASU. And uh, on top of that, Craig Morgan was reporting multiple times that the idea behind the, the annex essentially is when the coyotes leave, you now have extra lockers in order to do tournaments because the building designer, the engineer said one of the biggest regrets was not putting enough locker facilities. So you can't have uh, those big tournaments like the desert hockey classic you know, everyone saw the footage. they were, they were using the, the, the temporary locker. So it's like, you know, having because those available
1: inside the community rink.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> so, it's like so it just it's already showing that it's a good investment for ASU for ASU and, and the building itself because they'll be able to host more tournaments. And it's not about the desert hockey classic is fun too. Like it it's a solid, solid environment.
1: Absolutely, and I only hope to see more, again, more of these. Uh, once again, I think the, the uh, U.S. versus Canada against the rivalry series, I think it's what, I forget exactly how many games, maybe six, seven games. Um, first in Admiral Arena on, I believe the date is November 8th, with the, uh, I think tickets go on sale to the public tomorrow when everyone's listening, so on uh, on Friday. So, um, hey, if, if you, or unless you had the pre-sale link already, but get your tickets. Watch the game. Watch some college women's hockey.
0: Is Sarah Nurse still on? Was it Team Canada and then Amanda Kessel on USA?
1: The only I players so. I know.
0: We'll get to, we'll get to the breakdown as we get
1: closer to it. As we, you know, we'll see if we can get some uh, some some media coverage down there as well because we can.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because uh, the only thing is like my my wife embraces the meme of uh, Team Canada has the better nurse. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> all about, anyway, about best Kessel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Team USA has the best Kessel. Team Canada has the better nerves.
1: <laughs> all right, we're going to continue this episode of Locked on Coyotes in just a sec. We're going to talk to, uh, we're going get to get to get pick, pick Carl's brain on what he thinks, how he thinks the Arizona Coyotes are going to play this season. We're going to get to that in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our sponsors on the show. And this episode is brought to you by Indeed. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform we can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills. When you can do it all with Indeed. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, so you can so you have to make every dollar count. That's why, Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Just go to visit indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to indeed.com slash locked on. Once again, that's indeed.com slash on. Terms and conditions apply, cost per application, pricing not available to everybody. Need to hire? You need indeed. Indeed, you do. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot to uh, unmute and throw in there. <laughs> <laughs> and Let's continue today's episode of Locked On Coyotes we're getting ready to get some closing thoughts here in these last couple minutes. Uh, the regular season is coming up, and uh, you know, we brought Carl Pavlik up. I think it's the first time we brought Carl on since the election, so a lot has happened over the offseason. Now, I want to get Carl's brand pick for Carl's brand. What do you thought about this offseason and you know, his expectations for the Arizona Coyotes this year? Uh, so I think.
2: The offseason was probably better than I could have expected. Um, I remember the first day, the signing of Zucker, uh, and I was just like, I didn't have this on my board. I didn't think that this was going to be the kind of moves that they were going to make. Uh, I remember like a lot of people talking about uh, Dumbo coming on. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be good if it can happen. Uh, I'm not necessarily guaranteeing it to be a thing. Uh, and then... It happened. Uh, I remember Logan Cooley committing to uh, going back to college, and then that changed. So I'm like, oh, okay. There, there's a lot of good moving parts here. Uh, I don't know if it's enough to get the team to the playoffs, but I do think that they are going to be like in the wild card race at least until like pretty late in the season. I
0: think okay. it's a good I, I, I see Carl's been, been reading my, my show notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, like, look, I think it's I think it's not I think it's a common belief by a lot of us within coyotes media, and even like coyotes fans who actually fully pay attention and try to keep as objective as they can, mm-hmm. um, while staying positive. This team does look a lot better than last year. I think that's without a doubt. I think even a lot of other um national um, reporters are actually seeing that um, some, like some national reporters, still heavily underrate the Arizona Coyotes. But uh. what we're, what we're taking a look at is a team that again has gotten a lot better. Has added a lot of amazing assets. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and I mentioned it. If uh, if you were on YouTube earlier yesterday, you saw that we released uh, you know previews in the entire Western Conference. You saw I was talking with uh, Locked On Wild Coast, Steph Topol, about um, there was in the Arizona Coyotes and expectations. I could I pretty much mentioned that this team is going to flirt with the playoff spot as well. This team is going to be close. they might may, maybe for a well, maybe for a decent muted po- amount of time. They're going to be on the outside looking in, and mm-hmm. and or maybe even the inside looking out. Who knows? I think that's the thing, Carl. You like, you have a, a very similar thought to a lot of us, and I think, um, that really speaks to the like just the level of like convincing of like what this team has done just over the last few months.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I asked Craig in the, the monthly mailbag how long he thinks the Coyotes have a playoff spot this year, and I referenced. For no reason they were in the playoffs for I think it was 24 or 48 hours last year. It was a it was a ridiculous like day or two and we were all memeing on it. So I'm like, so referencing that, how long will they be in? And I, I said my my bet's about a week. I think a week, maybe a week and a half. They'll be in a playoff spot, but they won't actually make it. And he's like, you know, if they can, you know, start, it depends on that starting road trip, but they can play pretty well there, they'll stay in it for a while. That's all we want. We want them to flirt around them, we Want them to be a round wild card. They're not going to be a playoff team this year. If they are, I'll be very happy, but it's not going to happen this year. But if you make the fans think that you're going to, I mean, there's going to be times they're going to look like a playoff team. We, we all know this There's going to be moments and, and stretches where, oh, this team can make the playoffs. And that's the excitement you need to keep building momentum and adjusting the roster for that brand new building and that deep playoff run you're going to make.
2: I also kind of wonder, like, what it's going to be like here. Like, you may be overrated. Like, I can imagine, like, just being passed in the division. And that is kind of like a good recipe for a team like the Cavaliers to, like, with the, with the bubbles.
0: I'm going to shake my head and agree because, unfortunately, I couldn't. I couldn't hear you, Carl. But what Carl just said was spitting facts, regardless. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Our, we,
1: we are running out of time here, though. Uh, I do want—I do want to put that out there. Um, but, but one more thing, I want to get from Carl, um, and it's just—I want to get his thoughts on uh, on three words, and that is Logan Cooley. <laughs> I am very excited for Logan Cooley.
2: Uh, uh really goal. It was very fun. Uh, I, I cannot wait to see uh, Logan of
1: Zucker, Cooley, and Gunther.
0: Locked that's on Cooley, be- boys. Locked on Locked Cooley. Locked
1: Cooley all day, every day. Uh, we love to hear it. Again, once again, Carl Pavlock. we really appreciate you having you on. Uh, please plug into to everybody where we can find you, and what is going on with Five for Howling? So five for Crowling, uh is now part of
2: the four hockey fans a uh, network, which is a network made up of a lot of people who used to be on another hockey network um, who were suddenly fired uh, <laughs> midway through last <that> season. <laughs> so so we're relaunching that. Um, there's actually like a few sites that were dormant. Uh, so like. California sites are back um, and it's really exciting and we're for a lot of stuff uh, and there's going to be hopefully a lot more 5 for Howling content. Uh, otherwise, we are on uh, Twitter, uh, we're 5 for word Howling and a Blue Sky. It's uh, the same thing, however you do Blue Sky handles.
1: <laughs> oh, we love to hear it. Oh. Hopefully we're all going to be on Blue Sky soon. I know all of us are, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to we'll get to that at another point. Anyways, once again, Carl, thanks for coming on today's show. Really appreciate it. And thanks everyone for listening to today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you've yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube and the SiriusXM XM radio app, and ad-free on Amazon Music. Also, don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash locked on coyotes. On the app formerly known as Twitter, now known as X at L-O underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matthew Jacobson is at the AZ Sports Guy. And interact with us, ask a question you might have. We might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on we